You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. And sticking with results, we're taking a look at Impala Platinum. They reported their interim results for the six months ended 31 December as well today. And alongside uh, those results, it does, it does look like the business did go through uh, quite a bit of a tough time. I'm joined on the line by the company's CFO uh, to take a look at this, uh, Miranisha Kerber. Uh, good evening, Miranisha. Thanks so much for taking the time. Obviously, the operating environment hasn't been kind to PGM miners at all in the last couple of months. The Numbers really suggesting that it's been quite an uphill battle for for you and the team. Good evening, Jimmy. When you look at our results, I think it's it's really reflective of the challenges that we've experienced in the last six months. In fact, we already saw that in our last financial year uh, when we already reported our results. I think we're dealing with uh, the low pricing environment, some challenges around labor disruptions, and and clearly uh, the tragedy we had at our eleven shaft where 13 of our colleagues lost their lives. So I think it's been a difficult uh, last six months. Uh, but when you look, I think, at the business and the operational performance, I think all our operations really did well uh, to deliver on, on their targets during the period. Fatalities are never a good thing and nobody likes to have to go through them. And we uh, do send our condolences to the families uh, of the 16 um, co-workers that you guys did lose. Marunisha, I want to look at the acquisitions that you went through and the impairments and the business and all of that. I mean, let's, let's start from the top. Let's start with revenues, right? So revenues coming down 25%. Obviously, that is, as you said, a function of the environment that you're sitting in. And it makes it uh, very difficult when things like the platinum price, the palladium price and the rhodium price are beyond your control. How has the production side of the business uh, fared as compared to um, the sales side? Obviously, sales is very little you can do about it, but production is within your control. Yeah, so, so Jimmy, I think uh, certainly the production, uh, if I look back at the last six months, I think all our operations performed well uh, by our Marula operations. Their safety incident did impact on their production for the six months. If I look at the standout performances in, in, in the group, our Impala Rustenburg lease area, notwithstanding the tragedy that, that befell uh, 11 shaft, they delivered a record 675,060 ounces. The other star performer in in the group was our Zimplatz operations. Um, once they uh, fully uh, commissioned the their third concentrator, they were able to operate at a much higher uh, production uh, base, and that came through in the in the last six months. Even in Parla Canada, where the the operation is very susceptible to uh, because it's dependent on on just the palladium price, we had to change our strategy in how we how we operate the mine. Um, as a result, uh, it has lent, you know, we have tried to high grade the operation as best as we can, as well as restructure the operation at the same time. And they were able to, to maintain their production in the, in the last six months. So I think all in all, certainly, despite the challenging conditions, I think operationally, we had a really good six months. Mm. Marinisha, can we look at the RB Platts acquisition? Obviously, that went on for quite some time and that um, back and forth and tug of war with Northam and eventually you guys uh, finalized that and, and, and sort of got that through to the book. Has that acquisition been able to uh, help the business offset uh, some of these uh, other production areas or, or maybe the, the loss in uh, revenues? How has that acquisition uh, filtered into the group? So I think if you if you look at our group uh, group results that we put out, um, the fact that we consolidated uh, Impala Buffer King for the first uh, you know for the first full six month period, you'll see that actually the unit costs 
for the group have actually increased by 818 rand. And that reflects the fact that the, the, the Impala Buffer King, you know, the, the, the entity that we acquired, there are production challenges, particularly at Steldrift. So I think the, the BRPM side of uh, the, you know, the business has been performing well. Uh, they did have the sit-ins, but, but that was managed and, and everybody's back to work. I think the, the bigger concern for us is Steldrift. Uh, where there are some, uh, you know, some fundamentals, mining fundamentals that need to be addressed. If you look at the mine, uh, you know, when I look at it from a financial perspective, you'll see that basically they are carrying, they, they, their cost structure is basically designed for a mine at full production. Unfortunately, they are producing at about 70% of their, their sort of steady state production. And that really is what is hurting the, the unit costs. So I think, you know, from a group perspective, it's, it's been, uh, you know, we've had to integrate the business into the group. Uh, and I think that has gone fairly well. Clearly, the, the ambition or the aspiration from our side is to make incremental improvements, both to their concentrating and their mining, um, so that we can basically deliver on the expected synergies that we anticipated at the time of the transaction. So I think we still we're still very confident that the 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 or you know the the ore body is what we thought it is, uh, but there is definitely work to be done, and in particular on the on the stale drip side of the business. Marunisha, let's take a look at uh, the impairments the business had to go through. Obviously, some once-off events uh, taking place there, uh, some non-property-related impairments, but also some property-related impairments uh, north of 1.6 billion rand. Do you want to just take us through that? Uh, yes, so we basically in our results, we booked two impairments. The one impairment is a further impairment of our uh, Canadian operations. So we booked a, we booked a 700 million rand charge uh, for that. And that directly is a result of us lowering the, the pricing profile for Palladium, but also making some decisions around, uh, you know, capital investments, which have basically uh, shortened the life of the operation. Previously, we had an operation that had between seven to eight years, but because we've made a decision not to invest, uh, invest further capital into the Greenfields tailings facility, it has now resulted in a shorter life of mine, which is two to four years. And really, the impairment uh, charge is reflective of the lower price environment and the, the lower life of mine. The other impairment that we booked uh, was uh, at our joint venture with, uh, with, with ARM at Two Rivers Platinum. Our share of the impairment after tax was just under a billion rand. Um, that operation, I, I think, was more susceptible to some of our other operations, given that they were in the throes of implementing their, their Marinsky project, which had very high near-term capital requirements. So when you drop the pricing profile and you then put on, you know, you then layer on that higher levels of cap, uh, capital investment that are required in the short term, that would trigger an impairment. Sounds like a bit of a tough uh, decision that had to be made there. I wonder if the situations then improve if that re- if you'll perhaps uh, consider a reversal of impairments, at least on the Canadian business. Uh, Marunisha, the liquidity of the business at the moment, cash flows, there is quite a bit of liquidity headroom still in place for the business. Um, but how are you going to look at the second half of the year and perhaps use uh, the buffers that you have in place in anticipation of, say, commodities prices continuing to remain soft? So, Jimmy, I think we first just need to look at our H1 free cash outflows. If you look at the number in itself, it was a 4.8 billion rand outflow. In that number, there were certain unusual uh, events. And, and let me just talk to them. There was about a billion rand that we that RB, the, the RB Platt or Impala Buffer King 
had to pay on uh, once the transaction had concluded. There was a, a, a debtor for, for their sale of concentrate, which was received two days after our half year, which was a billion rand. And there was a lockup of excess or, or working process uh, or metal inventory, both uh, on, the, on the working process side, but also on the refined side. And that was circa 2.3 billion rand. So if you, if you take the free cash flow outflow and you adjust for those items, you end up with uh, circa 500 million rand outflow. If I look forward to the next six months, um, clearly the once-off costs are not likely to recur. We will still have movements in, in working capital. But the, the objective that we've set for all our operations, even in this low pr pricing environment, is to be self-sustaining from a cash flow perspective. Um, so at least to break even and for, for some of the other operations to be uh, free cash flow positive. Now that requires a lot of effort by the operation. So we've pulled all the levers from capital. So between postponing, deferring capital, reprioritizing capital, we, we are, if you look at our inflation, our inflation's moderated to 5.6% at a group level. That's not, that is despite uh, huge inflationary increases on uh, in, in electricity and still the normal labor increases. The, the main reason for inflation moderating is really the cost saving initiatives that have been driven by all our operational management trying to um, reduce usage of, of consumables, renegotiating contracts, and making sure where there's been deflation in commodities that we try and, uh, you know, we try and claw back uh, some of that, uh, that inflation. So I think we, we will pull all the levers to make sure that the free cash, uh, that we, we minimize any free cash uh, burn for the next six months. Um, so when I look forward, the other, the other key for us is that our one of our furnaces, which is down for full rebuild, basically come, it will be back online in April. And once that happens, that should enable us to catch up on some of, of our refined uh, of our refining, and we'll be able to basically sell that, and that will help with cash flows. From a liquidity perspective, you know, very pleasingly for me, we did not have to draw on any of our facilities, and those facilities we hope to remain undrawn for the next six months. Well, it sounds like an interesting road ahead, and we will definitely keep an eye on this and hopefully catch up by the end of the year. Uh, thanks so much, Marunisha, for that update. That's Marunisha Kerber, who is the Chief Financial Officer at Impala Platinum, joining me to give us a sense of their first half of the year's performance. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.